Welcome to the Living Artist Podcast. I'm your host, Preston M. Smith. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Living Artist Podcast. I'm Preston M. Smith, at PMS Artwork Everywhere on Internet Land and Socials. I want to thank you for landing on this podcast. Whether you're a professional artist, just getting started in the art world, a collector of art, or just consider yourself a creative person, this podcast has something for you. I like to think of it as a fun way to rant and talk to other creative people about living the life of an artist, surviving and getting ahead in the art world, and enjoying your life. But most importantly, not waiting until you're dead to make it happen. All right, let's get started. Welcome back, everybody, to the Living Artist Podcast. Today, we're going to do a little bit of a serious episode. Wait a minute. Screw that noise. Tell us a joke, silly man. (laughs) No, no, no. Hang on. I'm really serious. I want to get... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just do a voice. Well, I want to hear a voice. No, no, no. Hang on, hang on. No, really. Come on, guys. This is not funny. I mean, it's a little funny if you think about it. Come on! Do a voice! Do a voice! Do a voice! Um. Okay, okay, okay. If I do a voice, will you shut the hell up? Well, I mean, it couldn't hurt. Okay, alright. Here goes. Are you ready? I'm doing it. This is the voice I'm doing. Do you like it? How do you like it? Hey, that's not fair. What is this? Some kind of multiverse or something? I don't like it. Oh, didn't like it very much, did he? Did I? Did we? Anyway, I wasn't exaggerating too much. I definitely want to have a little bit of a serious conversation. And by serious, I mean kind of getting real with yourself on certain expectations and money mindsets and selling mindsets that you might have or money hangups you might have or selling hangups you might have and how you're kind of projecting those onto other people and other artists and therefore kind of blocking yourself from doing it in your own career. You may not believe me, but I've seen this a lot and I can tell you firsthand from my own experience that I was guilty of this for many years. It's funny because a lot of people who know me right now just think of me as this person who's kind of positive and, you know, abstract painter and makes sales. And, you know, I was very fortunate this month. I had 10 sales and I was really excited about that. But, you know, it wasn't always like that. It wasn't like that for many years. I'm talking like 15 years I was down here and I really played up the tortured, starving artist stigma like I've talked about in the past Like I really was not happy. I was not a happy person. And I was doing my art and I was taking it very seriously and I was doing my figurative work and my self-portraiture and my pop surrealism. And, you know, I was taking it very seriously and I just thought, hey, somebody just needs to discover me and, you know, I'm not going to sell out for anybody. I'm going to stay true to my work. And, you know, if somebody is having a little more success than me, then whatever, it's bullshit. They must be doing something. They must know somebody or whatever it is I thought at the time in my warped, booze-addled mind. And 
I think a lot of people do feel that way. I think a lot of people, and a lot of artists specifically, since we're talking about artists, we kind of project these insecurities onto other people, or we come up with these rationalizations to make ourselves feel better. Like, oh, well, this person's doing well, this person's selling, uh, therefore they must be doing something to do it. Like, they, it's not just the quality of their work or, you know, they're just getting by on their own merits of, of like being a good artist. No, it's there's something else going on. They know somebody or they've sold out or let's say their their work is just more commercial than mine and blah, blah, blah. Therefore, it's this person's not as serious of an artist as I'm. I'm here to tell you that's bullshit. So let's try to get real with ourselves for a minute. And I'm telling you from experience, like I was that person. I was that person for 15 years. I was really dark. I was really depressed. I was really working my work and doing like the deepest soul dive artwork imaginable. And it wasn't making me happy. I mean, not the art, but it was my mindset wasn't making me happy. The art was great. I mean, it was the only thing that was keeping me sane. But look, I went through it, you know. I I barely got through my day sometimes. Like sometimes I was just so depressed I could barely get out of bed or, you know, contemplated uh, doing the deed, ending everything. I, I, I was there. I'm telling you, I was at that point many times in my art career. And, you know, a lot of things had to happen for me to shift that and to become a little bit of a happier person and to kind of make a transition in my art that was happier and brighter and more fulfilling. And the feeling and the emotion is still there. And that's the other thing that people kind of rationalize sometimes. They think like, if you've made a change in your style or something, people will be like, well, you sold out. Like you, you just did this to to make money. And I can tell you, one hundred percent, never happened with me. It was something that I always wanted to do. It was something that I was kind of pushing towards for many years. And I finally made the jump. And for me, it was a bold move. It was like this was not something that I knew was going to work out. I didn't even know if I was going to be a good abstract artist at all. And I, you know, I took that leap finally, and it felt kind of like jumping off a cliff, almost more so than quitting my day job to be an artist. That felt like jumping off a cliff. It was like, well, what if, you know, what if this doesn't get received well? What if I'm not very good at it? Like, what if I, I screw myself over and I can't go back? I had all those thoughts, but I feel like it paid off because it was something that I was listening to myself. I was listening to my inner voice and trusting the process and trusting what needed to happen. And I think that paid off. Now, it wasn't just that that happened. It was a major mindset shift. And that's what I want to talk about today. We talked about all the negative stuff. And I get it. Look, we are fed a lot of negative things about money in the society by our parents. And stuff. Like, oh, can't buy you happiness. You know, money can't buy you love. Money is the root of all evil. I mean, we could go on and on forever. But we're kind of fed that. And, and we're kind of fed to believe that, like, if you're a successful person, if you've made it, you know, quote unquote, made it in whatever realm you're in, that you're maybe not a good person. You know, people who have money or people who are really, really successful, like they got some demons, you know, they're not really good people. And that's also false. You know, money has nothing to do with it. It's like anything else, right? Circumstances. Circumstances are not good or bad. They just are. Your thoughts are what make them good or bad. Like, okay, you know, you're whatever, you're having a bad day, you've had a bad phone call, and let's say somebody said something negative to you on social media or whatever, 
therefore you're having a bad day. No, no, you're not having a bad day. You're letting yourself have a bad day because you're letting your thoughts believe what these things happened to be negative and therefore to bring you down. And that's just something that we need to see as like a flag. Oh, okay. Well, this is something that I could be doing better at. I could be choosing to look at this differently. I could be choosing to not let this bother me. I could just go, you know what? This person's having a bad day. Whatever. It doesn't mean anything. Just move on. That doesn't dictate how good your day is. Your day and your mindset is not dictated by outside sources, right? Or outside stimuli, if you will. And this goes for money and being successful as an artist as well. You need to, first of all, if you want to be successful, if you want to be selling, the first thing you have to do is get rid of these negative blocks and negative money thoughts and negative rationalizations of other artists. I had them. I had people, when I first started to make my goal to sell, I saw people online that were doing really well. And since I was trained for so many years to be a kind of depressive person and to be a very serious, serious artist, I was trained to kind of go like, this is bullshit. This person really, whatever. This is not even real. This is not happening. This is fake. They're, maybe they're not even making these sales. Maybe it's just the platform that's doing this. Oh, they're selling out. You know, their work's not that good. Blah, 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 blah. I did all that crap. And I'll tell you, when I made the shift and when I started selling better and I started to kind of scrape all that out and do a deep dive into myself, into my own psyche, why I had those thoughts and had those feelings, I'm going to tell you, like, the, some of these people are now my friends and some of these people are some of my favorite artists that I watch online. And it was just my own negative bullshit that was bringing it down and kind of making them into this negative source in my life. And I'll tell you, these people, it doesn't affect them at all. If you're upset with them and if you're like, oh, you know, if you don't believe that they're worthy of whatever they've achieved, which let me tell you, they are because anybody who's doing well and having success over and over again in the art world is working at it because it's tough, you know? So those are just like your own hangups. Those are just your own, like I said, rationalizations. And those are the first things that have to go. You have to be able to celebrate another artist's success, first of all, and be like, hey, that's great. This is a possibility for me. I could be doing this. And seeing it as like, look, there's so much out there for everybody. If they can do this, that means there's other people out there in the world who will buy my work. And once you start to kind of cultivate that mindset and start seeing the abundance that's out there, that is a major step forward in you starting to shake off these negative preconceptions that we have. And let's get real here for a second about something else. Making money as an artist is not selling out. Now, you can sell out to make money. Sure, you can completely go with trends and you can just whatever, completely change your art and have zero emotion in it, zero feeling, and just do something just to be whatever, discovered or famous. And, you know, you could argue that that's selling out. But even that takes some talent and skill and drive and focus. But if you're doing your art from a genuine place, if you're really putting your heart and soul and mindset and experiences and everything into it and you're having success, man, you know, that's great. You deserve it. That's the way it should be. And that should be celebrated by all artists. So that's get real number one, right? Getting rid of these ideas that money equals selling out or money equals or success equals 
an artist not being worthy of it because it's like what so only an artist can be worthy of something if you achieve it because then if you achieve it and people are giving you that crap you're going to hate it so just be aware of that but the second way of really getting real with yourself is do you want to make money off of your art now clear the chatter and the bs rationalizations that oh i'm a serious artist i'm it's all about my craft and i don't do it to make money it's like yeah you may not do it to make money like you might not you know get down sit down at the easel or the draft board or pick up the camera with money in your mind right i don't think you should have that but when all of your art is created and you have a body of work and you're trying to get it out there into the masses, are you telling me you really don't want that to sell? You don't want that art to hang in another person's house? You don't want it to you know, bring in some money for you and make your life better and make your family's life better and evolve and start doing bigger projects? And like this, I'm telling you, you can't do some of these bigger projects until you start to expand. If I was still painting in my kitchen, <laughs> you know, I wouldn't be painting a lot of these really large pieces that fill me in a different way right now and keep me going and get me turned on to create. I wouldn't be able to do that if I was still painting in my kitchen. So these things actually help and matter and feed us as artists. Making money can be a good thing. So that's the second thing to get real about is... I would guarantee you almost 99% of the artists out there want to make money off of their work. Of course they do, because money means recognition. Money means that somebody else is hanging your artwork in their house and they love it and they chose to spend money on it and it has value to them too. And that's so important. And that means, it doesn't mean money equals worth, but it does go a long way to helping you succeed and get to the place that you want in your art career. So let's get real about that. We do want to make money off of our work. We do want people to be inspired by our work and buy it and hang it in their house or have it in museums or have it in galleries or have it in public spaces. That's what we want. So once you get real about those two things, you're kind of on the track to starting to change your mindset about money and being able to let money into your life as an artist and be okay with it and be like, yeah, this is what I should be doing. I deserve to make money off of my work. Just like a doctor or a lawyer, or a stockbroker. I don't, I don't know why I always use those three examples. I don't want to be one of those things, believe me, but that's fine. For anybody who does, that's great. But I've always wanted to be a creative person and uh, an artist. But the, my point is, is we all deserve to get paid for our craft. If we've developed our craft and we've gotten good at it, and we you know put efforts into selling our work and getting our work out into the public eye, then we deserve to make money off of our work. And that's a good thing, and that should also be celebrated by all artists. Now, I know why a lot of us feel this way. We have these romantic notions in our minds of like the Vincent Van Goghs of the world who died penniless and ended up becoming famous posthumously. And that's really romantic to us for some reason. But it's really not romantic. It's sad. It's sad. It's depressing. And now he's such a huge influence. And it's sad that he never got a chance to experience that in his own life. doesn't really do anything for you as an artist when you're dead and people are valuing your work and you can't be there to experience any of it. I mean, it's great. It, that's also something that's wonderful. But hey, why not have both if you can? And I was just rereading some of the old Van Gogh letters that I used to read back in that period when I was depressive and you know going through everything. And I had so many highlighted passages and stuff. And I'm reading them now and going like, man, when I was highlighting these, I was in a dark place and I understood it. And like, there's parts where he's like, 
I can't believe I'm only 30. I feel much older than this and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, I, I completely related to that. I just felt like life was so worn and, and, and long and just there was really no purpose to it at that time because I was doing so much work and I was struggling to survive so hard and I was really putting all my effort into my work and it was barely getting acknowledged and it just felt like a waste. And I'm so happy that I was able to turn that corner and embrace these things in life and then also put in the work ethic. It's not just about changing your mindset about money. That's a big key. That's like the first step. Change your mindset about money. Change your mindset about artists and what they are supposed to do in their lives and what they're worth and how they should be regarded in society. Those are the first two steps. And then we move on to the next. So once you've done this and you've allowed yourself to change these damaging preconceived notions of what an artist should be or should not be or how much money we should be able to attract in our lives or make in our lives, the next step is you can really start visualizing that now. Because you have started to embrace money as money is not the root of all evil. Money is a good thing. Money will help me to create bigger and better work, to reach more people, to do bigger gigs, to get my work out there to, to the masses. Once you've embraced that and you've embraced other artists' success and you see their success as your own and you start to really feel the abundance that's out there, now you can start really visualizing yourself doing it and visualizing what that success might look like for you without having the hang-up of the, the push-pull of, yeah, yeah, I'm visualizing myself being successful, but deep down I don't believe that artists are supposed to be successful, or deep down I believe that money is dirty, or deep down I believe that this art, these artists that are being successful don't deserve it. That's really a contradiction, and that's really butting heads with your visualization of you being successful. So once you have those two and you're visualizing, now you're really firing on all cylinders because you've got the positive money mindset. You've got the positive artist mindset. You know that you're worthy and you're supposed to be having this money in your life. And now you can start visualizing and you've got all that behind it. And you can really start feeling how good that feels to visualize and to see yourself successful and whatever that means to you. It can mean something different to each artist. But those are like the three really big starting building blocks of changing your mindset and getting real with yourself about what you really want out of your art career and what you really want out of money in your art career. Because look, even if you don't want to deal with it, they're intertwined, right? So let's do the work now and figure out all this stuff right now so that we can move forward, putting our best foot forward and start getting on with our lives and our art careers. Now, the one obvious exception to this is there are plenty of artists out there who just love to create art and they do it as a hobby. And that's fine. That's wonderful. And, you know, if you really don't want to make any money with your art and you just want to create for yourself 100% have nobody see it, then, you know, that's fine. You can do that. That's, that's nobody's telling you to make money off of your art. But if you're trying to be an artist, a, a professional artist and taking that career path of artist, then at some point you need to make money. Otherwise your career is not going to continue. <laughs> there will be no career. So unless you're a hobby artist, I really think we all need to get real and know that this applies to all of us. And let's start to see it as something positive, as something exciting, as something that we can really sink our teeth into and see as a real possibility for us. Because I know when I did, my whole world changed and it still is to this day. So I want that for you and 
I hope you really give this some thought, even if you're still kind of the curmudgeon-y old artist who's like, yeah, fuck that. He doesn't know what he's saying. I'm fine. I'm fine creating this little 200-square-foot studio and never seeing a dime in my life. What does he know? (laughs) If that's you, uh, I don't know who that is, but there's got to be somebody out there who's saying that right now, who's screaming back at this podcast as we speak. And that's fine. Look, I don't need to convince you, but coming from one artist who did suffer really intensely for 15 plus years and really didn't see a way out and just kind of almost resigned himself to the fact that this was just his life. And I don't know why I'm still talking in the third person. (laughs) This was my life and I really had nowhere to go. There was no upside. There was no hope. Speaking from experience and knowing that I made these shifts in my life, And it didn't ruin my work. As a matter of fact, I think my work is more fulfilling, is more infused with emotion and experience than it ever has been before. So you can have your cake and eat it too. You can have your art and be passionate about your art and and dump all of your real feelings and emotions into your art and create like the best art you can create and also have other people recognize that, want it, see inspiration in that buy it, put it in their homes, and you know, continue doing that. That is a possibility for all of us. So hopefully this was a little bit of a pep talk for you and something to challenge you and challenge your preconceived notions about money and artists and you know the whole starving artist stigma, tortured artist stigma too. Hopefully that has done that and hopefully it's something that you're going to think about. I told you it was going to be a little bit of a serious one, not too serious, but just some uh, real food for thought. Thanks for listening, everybody. The next podcast you will be hearing should be, unless something weird happens, which it always could, should be an interview with the CEO of Artfinder. So that'll be a fun one. So stay tuned for the next episode, and thank you for listening. It's really hard to say, buddy. Your password is... I knew it. I knew you couldn't get through an episode without doing some stupid voice. And one of scare reference. <laughs> <laughs>